from at the underscore brazier saying definitely witch doctor and not just because we are the sexiest class but <laughs> class changes yeah that gyration it's pretty sexy hey you know <laughs> you gotta have the shakes uh, the girls love to shake yeah it's it's so. almost like you're twerking but not <laughs> This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 94, Kill Many, Many Goblins. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Never. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 94 of the Shattered Soulstone. Your Diablo Community Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 26th, and I am your host, Nevik. And I am joined by one of my co-joeys right now, Brasia. How is the weather out there? Oh, it's actually pretty pleasant. It got a lot warmer than I thought it was supposed to. It was supposed to be like in the 70s, and it was like 85, and it was warm. Yeah. But nobody was prepared for it. Everybody was like... Uh, you are huge... not prepared. No, we like were that. not prepared. So, but other than that, it's, it's pretty good. That's good. And to how hear. about you? Uh, well, I'm doing okay. I'm uh, on a new prescription, so that's fun. Oh. <laughs> you know. Dope. Yep. <laughs> full disclosure, you know, folks. If I stroke out at any point during this show, it's because of the new prescription. So I'm just, I, I don't want to make light of it, but you know, figured might as well let people know. So uh, yeah, we will go straight. Well, Jen is suffering from horrific ragweed allergies so she Mm -hmm. already told us that she wasn't going to make it um also she hasn't been able to record another of her awesome jen's lore corner so uh we she she will be back don't worry folks um she she knows she knows that that you guys love her and that that you love her segments so they will continue to come and lantonio will be joining us a little bit later um we have a lot to go through, so we figured we might as well go ahead and start the show. That way, Brasia's not uh, um, staying up until midnight and then having to get up at 5 a.m. So, here we go. Yeah, it's, it's, that's the interesting part about it. I mean, we're on two different coasts, east-west coast, three hours different. But now, our, um, I have a high schooler, so oh, he actually mm-hmm. has to get up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning and catch a bus for 6.30. Oh, my um, We're getting up at, like, 5, so we're already... I'm going to work basically right after that, so I start at least a good part of the end early. So basically when it's 2 a.m. your time is when we're getting up. Yeah, yeah. I I remember the days when I used to wake up at 4.30 or even earlier than that when I was doing my 14-hour days. But, uh, 
man, that's rough. Mm-hmm. That is really, really rough. So, what have you been up to in Diablo? I mean, patch 2.3 was dropped on us. I know, I, I really didn't do very much. Well, okay, let me tell you the truth. I did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, a ton of playing in the last week or so. Going back, Jen was talking about trying to get the achievement point, the 400, so that you can get your portrait. And I was like, well, you know, I probably could get that. And then all of a sudden, Bonus Duck died on a stupid run. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm like oh, oh crap. yeah. It's like eight days left. Yep. And I said, I don't know, I'm level one. I, I'm only at 210 achievement points. So I'd have to get to 70, and then I'd have to get to 190 points. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what have I done, and what I haven't, have I not done? I'm like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I could probably pick up 160 points quick because of Torments 1 through 4 and those end bosses, which I'd never done the entire season. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I said, so then I'd have to try to figure a way to you know, squeeze through another, uh, I don't know, another 70 points somehow. Right. Like, okay. I'm like, okay, I, I might be able to find things like either leveling up gems and stuff like that. Figure a way to do it. So I said, okay, at least I could do that. So I started level one. In seven hours and one minute, I hit set level 70. And, you know, which is not like super fast. I understand, like, the people that hit it in, like, what, 10 minutes? <laughs> but I didn't have anybody run for me. All I was doing was leveling my own stuff, using my own items, basically swapping things in and out as much as I could. Yeah, at this point, I actually at least had some gold accumulated. And I'd never used the gem of E to level. And it was, okay, you know, like, oh yeah, okay, that's a newish move. But the fact is, I haven't used that, didn't even level it. It was just a basic. And it was so stupid, as soon as I put that in, how quickly I leveled. Um, so I'm like, yeah, that's going to be on my priority list now, but from playing hardcore, is to also get that leveled up. So that way I can, you know, if I die, I can level up even faster next time. And it was a really good clip. I mean, basically, ten an average of ten levels an hour. I mean, that was pretty good for solo leveling to me, um, especially if it's another witch doctor. So I have bonus duck junior. Got to seventy. Basically, they I invited somebody new into the clan. I believe the name was Sign K, and he was trying to do soft core achievements at the end of the season I was doing hardcore so we couldn't do them together right. but we kept like just kind of chatting back and forth and just, like so how are you doing how close are you what's going on so that was kind of fun to have like somebody there just that little uh, extra push and then so I got up to that 330 then I was able to get uh, three more different gems leveled up so I got six uh, of them at level 5 and six at level 15 and so I was like okay I got those points up and then I'm sitting there at 380 and I've got like two days left and that's when I talked with you a little bit, and I was like, well, how about Malthio? You know, can we do that? <laughs> yeah. And, and you're like, no, no. If, if you can keep yourself alive, you might be able to do it. But I'm like, okay, I couldn't guarantee because I didn't have good gear at all. I, I had whatever leftover legendaries I had that I hadn't used before, as well as the only two-piece that I had was two-piece of Jade Harvester, mm-hmm. which is enough to get me going, which was good because I was able to at least do some sustained pretty good damage going with it and then all of a sudden like Saturday I had picked up some really cool pieces even though it wasn't a lot of set pieces that I was going to use like I picked I picked up like all like five pieces of health tooth no problem I'm like oh great you know like but I mean <laughs> health tooth last season was terrible yeah to use it really didn't do anything so I was like I was better off using regular legendary then I picked up Tasker and Theo and then I got 
like an hour later shard of hate and I'm like oh my god like things that were actually pretty cool to use on their own and so I just threw those things in and I was crushing things out there and quick so I was like yeah so I kept going and going and going and then I said you know I had to take a break on Sunday at, at a couple times because it was just to the point where I'm like okay I'm grinding I'm grinding I'm grinding I'm just not getting the final thing I need to get just powerful enough to either try Malthiel or you know get like I was really just trying to get a set piece and then run something because I thought it would be 10 points right for getting the set piece and then 10 points for running it at level 15 for health juice so that was kind of my goal and so I kept running doing riff doing greater riff I'm telling you now I truly understand why people hated that keystone <laughs> yes because it's like when you're trying to do it and no matter what difficulty I did from T1 to T4, it was nothing better than a 50% chance of getting a keystone. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah, a child's key. Right. And then after that, then you had to sit there and just, you know, either do a couple of waves and then jump into a rift or greater rift or, um, you know, uh, start at level one and just try to level things up. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to just get drops. You know, so I figured I could clear those level ones in like two minutes, no problem. And it was just like, man, this is just, it's not fun. I'd like to, I'd like to be able to just jump in and go anytime I need to, which is what we can do now. Awesome. Um, but nope, last season wasn't working that way. And I was like, I was getting frustrating because I'm like, okay, I've been playing like as much as I could all for like the last eight days. And I still could not get what I, you know, like enough momentum to go. Like I still didn't even reach level 25. In, um, individual run I did 25 but I couldn't complete it in time I was like one minute short oh ouch I'm like yeah, exactly because like, I didn't want to over push it because I said okay if the character dies forget it there's no way I can do it I'm just like gonna walk away so I was like okay I'm trying to just keep within my boundaries did find that I could do a couple different things like I actually started using the piranha wave I think wave of mutilation uh, a lot more and I hadn't used that before because I could my main attack was the the haunt, then I had a wave of mutilation on my secondary, and then I had a jaunt for my escape, and then I did get two pieces of uh, not Jade Harvester, Dunamasa, so that mm-hmm. way I could keep my fetish army out all the time. So that definitely helped. Um, and that helped even more once I had Tasker and Theo. And then all of a sudden it's, it's like, I'm, I'm gambling, 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 everything I could and at 7.30 on Sunday night, all of a sudden popped up you know, the gloves for Helltooth set that I'd been looking for like since the beginning of the week. Kadala finally came through for you. Exactly. Kadala put out finally. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was good satisfaction, let me tell you. Because I had that, it boom, like, boom, all of a sudden I got like 30 points instead of just 20. for in, Because I thought I was only going to get 10 points out of it. And I'm like, great, that's it. I, I dropped a mouse like a microphone and left over <laughs> I was like, that's it, I'm done. I'm like, oh. great, now I can go enjoy Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> nice. That is awesome. You yeah. you got your you got your paragon or your seasonal portrait cosmetic item. That is awesome. And on the way I did some other things I was not even expecting. Like I did was not thinking I'd ever reach two hundred in a season. I was I finished up at level two oh one paragon. Oh nice. Yeah, uh, so I mean, I was happy about that because I was at two. Um, basically, now that I combined both my Paragon, I'm sorry, my seasonal and non-seasonal, mm-hmm. 
I'm at 214 Paragon, which tells you how many, <laughs> how little I did before. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I think um, on the first day of the patch, or yeah, on the patch day, I was just, I was browsing the forums because I was like, man, uh, wait, wait, when, when, the, when, when are the servers going to go up? When are the servers going to go up? And, you know, I was, I was like, I, I was like a fiend waiting for my next hit. And, uh, somebody, ha somebody had posted up on the forums that they were like, what the heck, man? I only got like seven Paragon levels and I had over 300. And it was like, well, dude, you know, when, when you start getting up there, you're, it requires way more experience. You know, every Paragon level requires more and more experience. So of course mm -hmm. it's, it, it's not like they're gonna say, okay, well, you were Paragon 400 before, and you got 600 Paragon levels this season, so now you're Paragon 1000. Nope, that's not how it works. Paragon 1000. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I know what you mean, but it's just funny because, like, that really proved that I did more in that one season with Hardcore, even dying five times or four times, mm -hmm. than I had been able to do previously like in all of my playing wow. with paragon because even a hard um, softcore i only have 184 mm -hmm. uh, paragon points so i'm like oh okay pretty cool so i uh, to me that was kind of like a bonus that i really enjoyed it, it wasn't something i set my goals on so i was just like hey that's great then i was like okay i need a break monday didn't play um just did some other things getting ready for school for the kids and things like that and then tuesday patch 2.3 drop i'm like okay i gotta jump on at least take a look. And so there I am looking at my Season 2 Mango Hardcore Witch Doctor. And then Season 3 Hardcore Witch Doctor um, Bonus Duck Jr. And saying, okay, what do I get to do? Well, I left them both in there. I went through into my stash and realized I was such a hoarder before. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't looked at my non-seasonal stash probably since before Season 2. And I had so many yellows. I must have had two and a half tabs full of yellows. I'm like, why did I keep any of these? It was just terrible. I even had blues in there. I mean, it was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. So uh, I was like, okay, got rid of all those. That was easy. And then I had to go through the mail and took me like an hour and a half going through the mail to figure out, okay, what items do I really need to keep? You know, oh, some are yeah. leveling items. Mm -hmm. And then others are like, okay, I might need them if I once I start doing the um, uh, the cube some more. Like I might want to keep some of these. And then like, okay, maybe I don't want to keep those. So instead of trying to go through and and play around with my hardcore characters, once I got that done and getting them killed easily, I went to my softcore witch doctor Braja and said, okay, you know, I went in there, I got my cube. Started playing around with the recipes when I, what I could, but the gear on my softcore character is so much weaker. I mean, I could I could do tier um, torment three, but it was like you know really pushing to get even damage because I even I was less damaged than in my hardcore character. Mm -hmm. It just felt different. Um, I didn't die, which was good. I'm like that was a good part, but I was like I don't have set like full set pieces to do anything with. I really just, it just didn't feel as much fun. But I think it's just because I'm going in, looking at it, comparing it to what I had gotten pre in this past season. And I was like, nah, just not as much good. Yeah. So, I don't know. That, that's part of the reason why I, I don't think I can ever go back to soft core. <laughs> so, because, uh, you know, I 
every, every season I've been playing hardcore and just I it seems like every well I mean obviously the power creep is so real especially mm -hmm. with patch 2.3 now but it's like I just it it's like I'm holding on to some of my softcore characters but it's like I don't know if I'm ever gonna play them again so I don't know yeah I remember you were telling me which ones you were keeping and getting rid of and I was like what <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I purged uh, I purged my softcore barbarian crusader and demon hunter. I'm keeping uh, Malnevicent, my softcore wizard, my original wizard, and Nebic, my original monk, and <sighs> keeping malpractice. Just because I created malpractice because of the show, and you know our listeners named the character and. For sentimental value and the fact that it's a show character, I just I I can't delete malpractice. Uh, peer pressure is strong. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I purged that way I could have more room because um, one thing that I do before the season ends um, because I don't want to deal with the mailbox at all when it comes to seasonal rollover. So yep. what I do is I go through the stash first, and I'm all like, do I really need to keep this? Do I really need to keep these weapons that I was thinking, well, maybe I might be able to build something out of this? And then <laughs> I realize, but the cube, it's coming. <laughs> so I held on to a lot of legendaries, and unlike previous seasons where I only needed three characters to uh, hold everything out of my stash, because what I'll do is I'll fill up their character stash, right? That, mm -hmm. that way, I don't have to worry about the mailbox. All I have to do is, you know, go to that character and look at the stuff and, you know, compare and contrast and all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, that's... Uh, I, I needed four this season. <laughs> I needed... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I needed four because um, I had my two monks, I had my demon hunter, and I had my crusader from season three. And all of their inventory was full. Oh my goodness, I'm getting lots of texts. I'm sorry, folks. I'm trying to uh, coordinate different things here. Yep, Lantonio said that he's going to be a little bit later. And, oh wait, he's feeling nauseous. So maybe he won't be joining us. So, um, there we go. That's, that's uh, you know, life of the Shattered Toolstone. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's what I do. Is I'll, I'll move all my stash onto my characters. And then when my characters roll over, then I'll... Like I said, all I have to do is go to the character. So I started patch 2.3. Well, I, I kind of half went through my stash, like the rollover stuff, uh, when season three ended. Because I was like, well, let's get a head start on this, right? And um, I cleared out some of it. But like I said, I was like, well, you know, I, I got to collect them all. You know, in the cube, you got to collect every power. So I held on to more stuff than usual. And... Then when patch 2.3 was 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 finally here, I was like, oh my goodness, let's go, let's go. Let's run bounties for the first time ever in a while. And uh, I I dusted off Clementine, you know, good old save Clem. Oh, Clem. Yep. And uh, oh my goodness, I've I've missed playing. Oh, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I, <laughs> I had the goal of trying to hit Paragon 500 by the end of season three. I didn't make it. I got to 493, and I was like, yeah, I, I kind of want to play Heroes now. <laughs> so 
I, I ended at 493, which after the rollover happened, I was sitting at 656, and I was almost 657, actually. So I was like, okay, that's pretty decent. And so then I went over to start playing as Clementine. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I did not allocate all those Paragon points for for my, for my Ichi, my, uh, my first Season 3 Hardcore Monk. Mm-hmm. And um, so she has really good weapons. Uh, she has a little rogue, which is DPS's... Uh, wow, I'm tripping over my words here. 3,139.4 DPS and a shard of hate at 3,101.6 DPS. So, you know, those are pretty high on the one-handed weapon scale. And so I was running around and, of course, you know, don't have the cube first, but I bumped up bumped my torment up to torment seven because you know why not because i knew clem could handle it because she has uh she has a double unity plus the enchanting favor on cormac you know because i got that back in season two season one something like that so you know i already had that going for me (laughs) and then um did i i think yeah i did a little bit of swapping between clementine and ichi like i swapped their pants and their boots like I basically just swapped, you know, one for the other on each character. Um, just because I had better Ancient on Ichi than I did on Clementine. And I wanted Clementine to be my progression monk. So I did that. Went to, um, I think my, I think the, when I first logged on, the bonus act was Act 3. So I was like, beautiful. I, I, get to, I get to start off in Act 3, go get my cube, run bounties. You know, it was perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So I got the cube, and I think it took me about an hour to do all five acts. And I was like, all right, I have eight of each item. Oh, by the way, folks, um, if you're looking for, I guess, the most efficient way or the quickest way to get all of those uh, act-specific Roderick Cash materials, um, Torment 7 will give you eight. You'll get four in the regular cash and then four in the bonus so and that's the max that's the max you can get so doing torment eight nine and ten you're not going to get any more you're just getting more experience from killing everything so if you can run torment eight nine and ten as fast as you can do torment seven um then you know by all means you're getting more experience so go ahead and do it um but since i'm playing hardcore it's like no i you know don't want to don't want to do a really dumb death so (laughs) so yeah you're not you're not me yeah so i (laughs) No, no, you're not dumb. <laughs> I just realized what. <laughs> but uh, uh. so I was, I was sitting there. I'm like, all right, what are the first eight items that I'm going to break down and extract their powers? So I was like, okay, furnace. Obviously, that's my first choice. <laughs> I had an extra ingiom, so I was like, okay, that's that's also one. Uh, let's see, what else did I do? Uh, Ring of royal grandeur. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember what my first eight. I said it in clan chat, and I should have written it down. I, I was really hard-pressed to figure out what I was going to extract for the armor slot. Uh, I think I did a gold wrap, um, because why not? And hmm. uh, I had a Leorx crown, although I don't know if that was in my first eight. But anyways, I'm not going to go through all of them that I've extracted so far, because I've done 32 so far. But um, Wow. So yeah, I then I had to, I had to go do s- stuff, and... Um, then I picked up my daughter, came home, and then I was like, all right, let's run some more bounties. And then I realized at the end of the bounties that I should, you know, cube, like, cube the Ingeon 
for you know faster faster you know just movement and i was like okay beautiful and i was like oh then i could also do the you know the gloves of worship because you know who doesn't want you know your uh shrine powers to last 10 minutes so i thought well this is awesome well you know coming across those really useful shrines doesn't happen very often so i was like all right i i think i think this you know it's beneficial but it's not as beneficial as running something else right and um so i was like okay what else can i do i i did some experimenting like i did an endaurial's visage um in the armor slot because uh you know it I, I figured it might proc the shard of hate because it'll proc off of cold lightning and poison damage so I figured, well, Monk doesn't have access to any poison damage, so I was like, well, maybe the Andaril's Visage will will help me with that. So I, I couldn't tell if it if it was helping, but it I don't know. Um, I also did like the Sash of Knives. Um, that that was okay. It wasn't great. Let's see, what else did I do? Um, well, I can tell you, I did finally cube a Unity because I had an extra run. Um, it was I kind of didn't want to break down because it was a pretty decent unity but i was like but if i do this then i can you know swap out my focus and restraint from ichi onto clementine and then uh you know cube the unity that way i can still keep that and then i cubed the spirit guards so then i could uh wear reaper's wraps and so with my progression i'm using i'm using the furnace in the weapon spirit guards in the armor and unity in the accessory and I've cleared up to a greater if 42, I think like in six minutes. So obviously I can do wow. higher than 42, but you know, I'm taking it one step at a time because it's hardcore. You know, I kind of don't want to kill Clementine before no, season no, no. four starts. <laughs> I would kind of want her to stay, stick around. And uh, so, yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I'm doing 42. I'm probably going to do a few more 42s just so I can level up my gems um, because they're, they're like in the thirties, mid thirties range. On Clementine, I'm using what am I using? I'm using uh, Pain Enhancer. Oh my goodness, Bane of the Trapped and yep. the Gogok of Swiftness. Although I may swap that for something else. I like it because I like attacking really fast, and I like the additional cooldown reduction that it can provide because it, it does help occasionally. Um, I mean, if I were to swap that out, I would. Mm, if I start getting up in the higher levels, I'll probably swap it out for an esoteric alteration just to increase my survivability even more. Um, but between the spirit guards and the unity combo, I'm feeling pretty safe even at 42. I did have a scary moment. I was in like the the Act 3 keeps level, and I, okay. I dashed into a doorway. Oh. And uh, there, there was uh, an elite pack, and they were arcane enchanted. And there was a clump of arcane right there. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And I like almost panicked because I was like, I really don't want to die. <laughs> and <laughs> my dashing strike was on cooldown because I, like an idiot, I blew through all my charges before. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so dumb. I survived. So I was like very happy about that. But uh, yeah, I, I. That's a good thing. I think once I get over 45, I think I'll swap out the Gogok for the esoteric alteration. Clementine's also wearing a string of ears because that's an amazing belt. I mean, I could swap it out. I have a really decent um, witching hour to swap that out with, which would mm -hmm. really, really boost my DPS. But I I'm already doing a lot of damage. <laughs> I mean, I'm really doing a lot of damage, and I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, you just want to keep that survivability up. Yeah, yeah, that's more important in hardcore. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, um... 
I think I'm going to have a soft goal of trying to reach greater at 50 before season four starts, but uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. So for farming with uh, Ichi, my season three monk, I am, I'm also cubing the furnace uh, because he is wielding the envious blade, which is the act three blade where um, uh, attacks against enemies at hundred percent health are always crits. And okay. I'm also using the Ingeom because it's a decent Ingeom that I have on him. So I, I didn't need to cube that. So I'm cubing the furnace just, just to help with, you know, melting elites, champions, and bosses and everything. Um, using the Lyric's Crown, that way I have additional cooldown reduction. And mm -hmm. using the Obsidian Ring of the Zodiac. Although I'm kind of thinking about experimenting with that slot and, you know, trying something else. Because my far my farming monk, he's running with um, the Avarice Band and the Boon of the Hoarder, and he's using a gold wrap mm -hmm. as his belt. So I kind of oh. don't need kind of don't need to worry about toughness there because he's perfectly fine. And, yeah, and he's not going to be doing greater rifts. He's just going to be doing regular rifts. So um, if if I ever take him into a rift, because I'm pretty much um, I, I need to get him off the ground and start running torment seven bounties and see how that goes but uh that's that's what i'm doing um both of them are dash and strike because dash and strike's awesome uh i have i have gotten two pieces of the uliana's uh stratagem but um and that's currently sitting on my second season three hardcore monk uh knee because ichi knee song uh you know <laughs> j japanese and because i can't delete her yet because she still has gear that I need to cube. So, uh, of course. So, until I cube everything that I need to, I'm going to have that secondary monk. Although, you know what? I may just keep her. You know, it's why not? Just, you know, throw right. Uliana's on her and and see how it works. But season 4 is going to be starting. So, I'm probably not going to get there before I get her geared out with that. But no, uh there's like no break in between. Yeah. Which is okay, because I'll be honest, I'm absolutely excited right now yeah, to I, play, and I'm trying not to play too much, mm -hmm. because I figure if I do too much now, I'll get into the season too soon, and feel like I'm going to burn out quick. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about the same thing, but oh my goodness, patch 2.3 is so good. It is, <laughs> Isn't it? Oh it my is, god. Oh, it, it feels like a mini expansion, because it is a mini expansion. Exactly. I, I, I mean, oh... The, just the cube it, oh, it's, it opens up so much <laughs> um now of course you know it, it if you're really looking to push the edge there's gonna you, you know people are gonna they're gonna theory craft this and they're gonna they're gonna do the maths on everything and they're gonna come up with the best maths on on how to clear this stuff but for the time being you know if if you're just looking to run a little bit higher than torment six you know torment seven it opens up so much in terms of possibility and i really look forward to the progression in season four i didn't get to really experience it on the ptr that i was i wanted to play on the ptr more without the insane legendary drop rate because i wanted yeah. to get a good feel for how progression was going to be in season four and i don't know if i've mentioned this but from my experience on the ptr it's actually not that hard to get into torment one uh, and what, once you get into Torment 1, I mean, things just start rolling. And um, 
it's mainly because of the cube. I mean, the cube, true. the cube gives you such a boost of power right off the bat. I mean, you're probably you'll get to torment one, and you'll probably skip torment two. You might even go up to three or four, depending on how lucky you are with your set items that drop. But uh, I mean, oh my goodness, it's going to be so much fun. It's also going to be extremely painful <laughs> cubing those. You know, getting getting the things cubed. But oh, oh, I look forward to it. Me too. I, I'm completely with you on that. It's it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting se- season. And what that's the fun part about it is each time we've had a season so far, I feel like something slightly, but this time really big, has changed in the game that's made each season just a little more exciting than the last one. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Maybe uh, if Lantonio comes on, we can kind of talk about what our plans are to start off with. Because I'd, I'd like to try to see if I can get on and jump in and level up with some people. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're going hardcore, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to jump on right at, at 5. I think I probably will. But um, I, with every season, because it starts at 5, you know, I, I have kids. So, you know, I've got, got to do the dinner, you know, got, got to spend some time with the kids. So what I'll normally do is I'll play for like about an hour, hour and a half. And that usually gets me up into the 30s, maybe 40s range. And then go spend time with my family. And then come back, uh, you know, after they go to bed. And uh, I, I think I'm going to have to warn my wife and tell her, you know, I'm probably going to do the no sleep till 70 thing again this season, I think. Because <laughs> I want that Malfeels charger in, in Heroes. And uh, it, w- it would be a great feeling to do it, <laughs> have it on Saturday. So, but uh, yeah, my, I'm pretty much, that's my plan. I, I'm definitely going Monk for sure. Hardcore Monk. Because. Oh, good, good. Uh, I mean, there's no other class and no other way for me to play now. So, let's see. What else? Um, oh, I finally got the achievement for Stamp the Champs in No Time for Losers. And what, what, that, nice. what that achievement is, is uh, where you, when you have killed a champion of every monster type, uh, champ, yeah, champion pack of every monster type is Stamp the Champs, and then No Time for Losers is the hardcore version of it. So I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that I didn't get that already. <laughs> so... Finally got that. I'm sitting at Paragon 659 now. Oh, wow. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I've continued a little bit of experimentation. Um, like, like I said, you know, I, I'm trying to find the fastest way to farm because I've been I, I've watched Leviathan on his barb, and it's just downright dirty how quickly his barb just plows through Torment 7. It's just, you know, right. he's just, like, spinning, 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 you know, through the entire map. Everything's melting behind him. And it's like, and and then I realize, you know, when I'm dashing through maps, when when I've procced my Ingeom, you know, I'm probably making other people jealous. Of course, I haven't been streaming, but you know, that's besides the point. So, because <laughs> we stream to make everyone jealous. Yes, that's <laughs> yep, that's why. You know, got to boost that EPM. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. I'm really, I, I'm really trying not to play too much. Um, I have been diverting some attention over to Heroes because the Infernal Shrines Battleground is finally available. I got to play it uh, for once. I got to play it once. And, oh my goodness, that map is so much fun. Uh, it's, it's you know, the Battlefield to Eternity. It's the Diablo map. and um, But it's three lanes, and you got three shrines, and one shrine will activate. And then if you kill 30 of those little minions that come out, the Punisher comes out, 
and he has affixes. He has frozen or mortar or arcane. <laughs> and oh my <laughs> goodness, it's just. And he goes after heroes. It's awesome. It's so much fun. I was laughing almost the entire time. I was just, oh, it's such a good battleground. I, I could just play that battleground and be super happy. But, uh, yes, well, I've kind of tangented off of Diablo, but, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, and, it's almost and, a Diablo show. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's Diablo battleground and heroes, and I'm most of the time playing a Diablo hero, so it's all good. Exactly. So, it worked out. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I know I mentioned it on 93, but Karazim, oh, such a good, such a fun support character. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much fun. So, we have a ton of Twitters, but before we get to that, and as my wife comes in, um, let's talk about Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook of your choosing. It'll give you a 30-day free trial. And yes, no, and I know mommy's home. Can you close the door now? Uh, <laughs> with your free trial, you will get access to all of their member offers. And he didn't close the door. Oh, you know, of course. You know, he's only four and a half. He listens to me. <laughs> oh, they get better as they get older. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, you'll get access to um, all of their member offers that they that they run quite frequently, as well as digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And if you continue your membership every 30 days, wow, I'm feeling a little dizzy. Sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm disclosing too much information, aren't I? But uh, you will get a credit every month that you carry over your membership, and you can use that in over 180,000 titles in their in their pantheon of audio audibleized books and plays and everything so go it's to well worth it yep go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today so like i said we got a lot of tweeters here and mm. we have a long string of tweeters so i guess i'll start us off and we got our first tweet from kagurai le blue and he says, at Shattered Stone, playing D2 till I have internet on the 25th. So we were right. He was he was internetless in the last uh, show. Uh, his tweet ooh. continues, all excited about claws. Well, then this drops off Blood Raven. And it's a, what is that? Rixot's Keen. It's a short sword. And it's 9 to 14 damage. And it has 100% enhanced damage, plus 5 to minimum damage, 20% bonus to attack rating, 25 chance. 25% chance of crushing blow, 20, what is it, 25 defense and 2 light radius. Yep. Man, items used to have tons of affixes back in Diablo 2. So, yeah, it's a pretty good sword. It's a unique, right? I think that's the color yeah. for unique. Especially for a level 2. Holy cow. Yeah. So, and uh, then our next tweet came to us from Screech79. He says, at Shattered Stone, love the show. I can hardly wait for season four. Getting impatient. Really great to have you all back on episode 93. Well, thanks, Screech. Yeah, thank you. It was good to have everyone back. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I really wish Jen wasn't suffering with ragweed right now and that Lantonio was actually home. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I don't think he's... I... I... I, I've been seeing him pop on, and it was for Hearthstone. You know that that horrible, horrible card game that I will never play because. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, he's not playing Diablo 3. But I guess he's saving it for Season 4, right? Right. Probably spending time... Well, I, I mean, obviously, he's spending time with Mandy, so... so and then, uh, you know, Season 4 will come, and he'll probably say, Hey, babe, I, I've... You know, that... Yeah, Season 4, starting... I'll see you in two days. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go over well. Yep. <laughs> so our next tweet came to us from Korova. And he says, at Shattered Stone, the season ended. What a mess. Got sick of it and salvaged almost everything. Is it worth Is it worth it to keep multiples of legendary gems? Um, Korova, if, unless you're playing hardcore, probably not. All right, or you have multiple characters and you like the same gems. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the only time where having multiples of the same gem is useful. So, yeah, I would say probably not. I dropped a whole bunch of gems that I hadn't leveled because, you know, I didn't really need to have triplicates of, of level one gems that I'm never going to use. Our next tweet came to us from, oh, it's Hagie, right? At C <laughs> underscore CTR. Hello, Hagai. And he says, at Shattered Stone, welcome back at ne Nevik James and at Lentonio from one of your imaginary friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. And our next tweet came to us from Lord Shaper. And he says, at Shattered Stone, another name for Jen's lower corner, the Book of Jen. Ooh, that's actually pretty cool. That's pretty cool, but it's an audio format. I I suppose if she uh, were to do a Diablo lore blog, she could call it the Book of Jen. That that might make a little more sense. But I do like it. It's it's a good title. Or could we call it the Audio Book of Let of Jen? Yeah, yeah, actually we could. The Audibleized Book of Jen. Yeah, I don't know if we could use Audible. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I guess Jen would have to find somebody to to uh, you know do the uh, the narration of her. Mm -hmm. Or wait, that makes no sense because she's already doing it herself. <laughs> have someone narrate her while she's narrating. Yep, I like it. So Brazia, why don't you tackle this long <laughs> string of tweets that we got? Holy cow! Oh gosh, I remember this. This was too funny. Yep. All right. So started off with Ace Fisher, and. He he goes, I'm torn between starting hashtags at season four with the hashtag witch doctor or hashtag crusader. Convince me one way or another at the Westmark workshop, at Nevik James, at Shattered Stone. So at Nevik James replied, so let me help you help. I'm um, sorry. So help me if you start with Pukey McPukerson. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Ace Fisher, you better not go the puke doctor. Otherwise, and of course, no, I had to come to our defense quickly with uh, from at the underscore Brazier saying definitely witch doctor, and not just because we are the sexiest class, but <laughs> class changes. Yeah, that gyration, it's pretty sexy. Hey, you know, <laughs> you gotta have the shakes. Uh, the girls love to shake. Yeah, it's, so. it's almost like you're twerking, but not. <laughs> come on, we're middle aged men with a beer gut, we can't twerk that well. <laughs> So, um, next is, uh, following that, Lieutenant Lunatic saying, uh, we, I'm sorry, we'll be split. I say Witch Doctor because of Cat, <laughs> and Nineball Gamer will say Seder. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't. But that's spoilers. No. And then next was uh, Leviathan. He said, what? 
The que- the answer is always Crusader. No, it's not. I'm sorry, Leviathan. The answer is not always Crusader. You did provide the answer, yep. and you said, "Pretty sure the answer is always hardcore monk." Yep. Yep. That that is the answer. This is this is truth. No further truths can be truth out of that truth. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Karova responded to that one with, "Don't worry, monk for me." Yep. Yeah, he's going he's going hardcore for the first time. So yeah, he'll oh. be going hardcore monk. Awesome. I and then, I look forward to his string of of tweets when his first monk dies because it will happen. Prepare yourself, Korova. It will happen. It's okay because you can level up real fast and get right back onto that uh, bandwagon. Then let's see. Next we're from Lieutenant Lunatic, and he says, "I choose Diablo One Rogue." What? <laughs> so basically it's a female warrior with a bow yeah <laughs> alright so then um, Karova said but you are the lieutenant <laughs> yep I'm... oh my god I love it CM uh, Nevalistus chimed in she goes two words cat mojo I know I am kind of feel like I'm uh, fighting a losing battle here it's gotta be the cat mojo we're the best and Lieutenant Lunatic replied, yep, what she said. Yep. <laughs> and then I said, um, oh, the Brazier replied, seriously, D1 Monk is just a warrior with a staff. <laughs> <laughs> and Nineball Gamer said, roll a Demon Hunter. Of course he would say that. Mm-hmm. And Karova said, <laughs> so last season for me. Yeah, that's true. He did. He he was playing Demon Hunter in season three. And yes, KSP podcast said Witch Doctor. Yep, yep. I'm um I'm going to uh, retract our promotion of the Cool Story Bro podcast. I I don't want any <laughs> of our listeners to listen to that no, show no. anymore. Because um, not only did he say Witch Doctor, but he is also oh he is also a fan of the Twilight. So um, yes. Yeah, you know, hey, stop. no one's perfect, but <laughs> at least he has Witch Doctor in it, so he's like close to perfect to me. <laughs> so, cool story, bro, is cool story, Witch Doctor, bro. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, and then the Westmark Workshop finishes this great conversation with, Henry will always be Mr. Pickles to me. Oh. Or is it Henri? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. So, our, our, I'll, I'll pick back up. Karova since it's another tweet, and he says, at Shattered Stone, what a F-A-N-T-A-S-T-I-C, Jen's lore corner. I always felt bad not buying from the little girl. I won't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then he followed that up with a, and I hope you realize how much effort it is to write fantastic like this. Yes, it is, because it has all the periods in between. (laughs) Yep, and as I was uh, transposing it into our show notes, I was like, Thanks, Krova. Thank you. So then Haster, uh, he CC'd us on a tweet that he had sent out earlier, and he also t- he tagged our show account, at Shadowstone, and Hoggy A underscore CTR, and it was a retweet of his tweet that said, Okay, I've decided to push for a level 70 character for the next season of Diablo. What do I need to prep with? And then Hoggy A underscore CTR said, Seasonal tune for cross-game goodies. And then Haster said, or it was a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. let, let me read that as if, it, as if it were a question. Seasonal tune for cross-game goodies? 
And then Hassa responded, yep, yep. And then Hagi A responded back and said, can't really do much <laughs> since it's all fresh start. I look forward to helping you out. And then I chimed in and I said, good starting point. And I linked to uh, Blizz Pro's speed leveling article that they have because, you know, mm -hmm. season four is right around the corner. So why not publish something to help people speed level? And exactly. then Hagi A responded one more time and he said with cross with the cross promotion i'm sure your friends list will light up with diablo starting friday well actually it's been lighting up you know starting tuesday yeah pretty much it has yeah uh, i mean uh, i've seen well i mean this always happens you know we, we 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 hit that low you know people play for two three weeks and then they're like okay i i think i'm done with with the season and and then they go back to playing other things that's perfectly fine because you know diablo is always going to be here for everybody and mm -hmm. uh yeah there's been so much activity like currently right now uh seven up seven people on my friends list are playing diablo so that's that's really good news um then uh remember when we were not sure about um legacy of the void well cynic our good friend cynic oh my goodness i'm blanking on the name of the podcast that he does but anyways i'll, I'll try to dig that up and remember what it is he says, at Shattered Stone, at the Westmarch Workshop, got the quest. Oh, wait, no. I skipped his tweet. Oh, my goodness. At Shattered Stone, <laughs> at Nevik James. I'm sure you have already been told, but Legacy of the Void is standalone. Doesn't require the first two games. Well, thank you. Maybe I will buy the digital collector's version now. But mm -hmm. mm, I don't know. I mean, I really want that probe, but maybe... Nah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we're going to have at least one version one copy of that game in this house because uh, P-Dog absolutely loves uh, StarCraft. Yeah. I mean, he, he watches it all the time. He watches matches that are going on, follows Day 9, um, just everything about it. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Legacy of the Void will be in our house at some point. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing StarCraft 2 any service by doing that. So... You know, I'll probably wait for uh, Wings of Liberty and uh, Heart of the Swarm to go on discount sale because, you know, Blizzard will do that because they'll, they'll want to get more people ready for Legacy of the Void who haven't mm -hmm. jumped in yet. And I'll, I'll just play through, you know, the campaign because I have no interest at all in playing multiplayer because I can guarantee that I am terrible. If there was a tissue paper league, I would be in it. So <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. But totally uh, campaign, you, campaign, I can help. I can handle. And do, do they still have cheat codes? <laughs> oh right, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I remember having to do that back in uh, Warcraft Two. Like I got to the last mission, and I was just like, you know what? I, I just want to see the ending. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I gave myself tons of resources, and I was like, all right, good. Now I can just plow through this this level because it was hard. It was hard, folks. <laughs> so the tweet that I almost messed up and started reading for Cynic was actually from Karova. And he says, at Shattered Stone, at the Westmarch Workshop, got the quest, cleared the runes, no cube. What now? Bug? And Lieutenant Lunatic responded to him and he said, did you go to the second level of the runes? And Karova followed that up with a, oops, but very confusing that there is no more quest. And I guess that's what happened i don't know because <laughs> there was no more follow-up so hopefully uh hopefully he got his cube i remember tweeting out that uh like as a reminder like 
before you do anything, go talk to Zoltan Cool. <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's in town now, you know? And uh, Torak, our, our good friend Torak, uh, responded with, a, Zoltan Cool is in town. What? And I was like, yep. Yep, yep he is. Our good old buddy. And some of the camps, it's much easier to find him than others. Like, I, I forgot which one I saw. But it was like, you couldn't see the... Um, I think it was Act 2, where you couldn't see the exclamation point above his head. Oh, and yes, so, that's true. So it's like, I didn't even realize it until I went to Act 3, because I was doing something else on another character, and he was there. And I'm like, oh, wait, he has a mark above him. Maybe I should go talk to him. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, okay, so I pulled up Cynic's uh, Twitter, and um, I can't find the name of his podcast, but he has... Uh, inkedgeekstudios.com is its website so I should probably go there and track this down and I'm going to apologize right now to Cynic because he's the one I invited into the guild and I thought it was Sign K (laughs) (laughs) oh I think it's like the Inked Geek Gamers is is the name of the podcast that he does or used to do I don't know if he still does it actually Uh, I'll have to let us know to make sure well anyways yeah. Oh no, it's called the Geek Access Podcast. That's what it's called. So there Geek we go. Access. Okay. I'm so that down. if you want to go listen to our good friend Cynic and his buddies, uh, go check them out. Uh, they they cover everything because I mean, if healthy gaming means playing just you know playing more than just Blizzard games. I mean, it's okay if you only play Blizzard games, but you know, really, you should expand your horizons a little bit, become a little more well-rounded in gaming, stuff like that. But yeah, so. That that was a lot of tweets that we got. So no kidding. Um, I haven't come up with a question for our next show, but our question from last show was, "Do you like cross-game promotional items?" And you know what? I realized after the fact, I was like, "You know what? I I really did a terrible job on this uh, question of the show because it could really have been answered with a yes/no." <laughs> <laughs> and also, does it entice you to cheat on Diablo? And so, Brazia, why don't you read the few responses that we did get? Absolutely, from at Ivory Tiger. Yes, you tell me to do X and Y game for an item in Z game, and I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much the same way if it's games that I'm already playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is from Cyberwolf. He said, yes, I like them as long as they are for games that I'm actually playing. Otherwise, meh. Yep. I- I'm good with that, too. I don't need to go chasing down other games. And then the last one from Skullbash1241 says, I enjoy the items. I try to play all the Blizz games if I can, but Diablo will always be my first love in their titles. Yep, and it is also my first love. Hmm. I would say that that kind of broke... Uh, no, actually it didn't. I think StarCraft 2 did. No, not StarCraft 2. Um, StarCraft 1? War, Warcraft 2. Oh, okay, Warcraft 2, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the first game I, I picked up. Yeah, I I'm an old school Blizzard gamer. I played. Um, well, I didn't play. I didn't play any other um, SNES games. That, what that, you didn't play Rock and Roll Racer? That wasn't your first one. No, no. Actually, you know, yeah. My first game was I think actually when they did switch over to being called Blizzard um, instead of uh, uh, what was it? Um, something in Synapse, uh, Silicon in Synapse. Yep. Yeah, when, when they switched over to Blizzard, when they were officially named Blizzard, um, I think. The first title I played was Warcraft 1, because it was 
amazing. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Nobody had done a real-time strategy game at that point, I don't think, if my memory serves me correct. And yeah, that, that yeah, I we're we're old, we're old. Mm-hmm. Let's, but we're young at heart, right? We're definitely. we're only we're only as old as as we are in our hearts. So that definitely means I'm 13. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm going on three. Yep. <laughs> so, um, wow, I don't have a good question of the show, so stay tuned to our Twitter for that. Um, I, I really want to think about it. I was thinking about doing something, you know, like, what are your plans for Season 4? But we probably should have done that last show. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, stay tuned. I'll I'll, I'll toss it out on Twitter um, once the show goes live. And before we jump into the multitude of emails that we got, because... <laughs> We, as we as we usually do, we got a bunch of emails. I wanted to remind everyone that we are running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. If you want to, you can become a patron of the Shattered Soulstone by going to patreon.com slash soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Wow. Pledge. There we go. I got it out. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. So thank thank you to all of our patrons um, that that we have so far. You you don't words cannot express how appreciative we are of your support. So our first email came comes to us from Funktropus, and as Funktropus loves Brazia reading his emails, Brazia, why don't you do that? <laughs> Absolutely. Hmm. I gotta have myself get myself prepared for this because it's probably another tongue twister, <laughs> and my tongue's already tied today. Um, <laughs> so, email from Funktropus. Hello, my lovely host. I appreciate every word that escaped your mouth. And if you haven't already noticed, I live to flex your podding linguistic muscles so that your windpipes are kept in fine fighting form. Oh, that explains it. Uh, two things. One, that bit of French intro was my paltry attempt at saying hello, soul stoners, in French. But who knows if Google Translate gave me the correct info. Master Doe, your thoughts? <laughs> uh, pourquoi? Um, two. Of course, they were run on sentences. They were very fond of us. Run. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they were very fond of run-ons in the re- Renaissance. They were also fond of S's that look like F, crazy Renaissancers. <laughs> Functropus, the wordy with some extra words. Well, if, if I, I was going to, I, no, I, I don't have any clever, anything. Wow. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I've got to say my, um, mother-in-law could read middle English, which was, you're like, huh? Are you, are you speaking English? Really? I mean, I the words just did not sound the same. Yep, well, you know, over time, we would like to make things easier, right? Oh, no kidding. Pretty soon we'll just be back to grunting like cavemen. Well, I mean, we're kind of we're kind of at that point, at least in text form. I mean, ha- have you seen some of the tweets that these teens sent out? Yeah. Send out? Oh, my goodness. But anyways, our next email came to us from Master Doe. It's like, oh, my goodness, speaking of Master Doe. And in print, he starts us off with a, a quick little disclaimer and he says that i wrote this email around august the 15th but it looks like it never came across the ocean sorry if it's a bit out of date now and his uh 
email that somehow got lost in the void uh, says, Hi, Soul Stoners. I just listened to the last episode, 91, and wahoo, Jen, that lore sequence was so great. I knew you were the one that could handle it, and you showed us how much I was right about your lore mastery. Okay, it's the first of, I hope, a long series of, long, of lore sequences, so let me give you some less subjective subjective comments, advices, or whatever one can call those. First of all, I really liked that you gave the references about the different points that you approach. Either they came from books, such as Book of Cain or Teriel, or from novels, or from the game itself. It would help people that will want to deepen the story. And some players may learn that the Diablo lore had become quite vast and diversified in terms of support. About the sequence duration, well, I could listen to your voice for a long, long time without any annoyance. And thinking about lore, whatever the part one start with could lead anyone to those long discussions one can hold across the long winter nights, as we call them in French. But I guess it was either too long or too short for normal people, so keep going with this format. I'm a little confused by that. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like that first, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot to cover with Adria, so I think it was the perfect length. Oh, exactly. I mean, we're not yeah. talking about a minor character either. Yeah, no, she is, she is, she is deeply rooted in the lore. So, Master Doe continues, about the subject itself. It's not that simple beginning with a deep and dark character like Adria, and you did it well, sincerely. From what I know about her, the only precision that I can bring in, comp in compliment is that when Adria left Gillian and Leah, she was looking for Zoltan Kuhl's work. That's right, but it became obvious for her that she had to find the prime and lesser evils, track their own essence, and mark them, so to catch them into the Black Soulstone. And last but not least, she had to do it in a way that Diablo would keep the control over his brother once into the Soulstone. Now, or I'm sorry, let's now give a minor bad point. Uh-oh. What? I know that Leah's story and that of Adria are necessarily very close from each other, but don't get too far into another character's story. Oh, I see what he's saying. He's, he's saying that Jen kind of tangented it onto Leah. Uh, each sequence to come will complete the whole panel, and all sequences will fit together anyway. As a conclusion, I would say it was a wonderful moment listening to that part of the Diablo lore, and it was even better with such a great lore master as you are, Jen. Thank you so much for that. I really look forward to the next Jen's Lore Corner. Love you all, your good friend, Master Doe. Oh, so, thank you. So yeah, he had a good, honest critique there. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of feel that it was necessary to, you know, kind of tangent into a little bit of Leah's um, story just to flesh out Adria, you know, kind of almost like a trans, you know, like comparing the two or like explaining their relationship and how it works and lore and, you know, motivations and stuff like that. But um, I'm sure that Jen will, you know, cover Leah in, in great detail in the near future. So, yeah, no, she really enjoyed doing it, and we're, we seemed like everybody who's been listening really has yeah, caught on to it and love what Jen's doing. So 
So when she can, she definitely will do it again. I know that. Yep. That's yeah. great feedback. Thank you, Master Doe. Yep. So our next email came to us from Oz. Oz. So, Bridget, why don't you do the, the, the honors? Oh, my pleasure. Oz, lady and gent. I only found out about the Shatterstone podcast a few months ago, and I've been working my way through the back catalog of episodes. Oh, my goodness, another one. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I didn't listen to all of the early ones. I caught most of them. We have a release date. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And definitely all since D3 Chocolate shipped. All right, he used chocolate. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Welcome. It was fun listening to early comments about the game and comparing it to uh, Reaper of Souls. The other thing that struck me was that a lot of people you mentioned on the show were in the now defunct Ink Gamers North Hardcore Clan, which I was an officer. Oh, really? Ah, I recognized a lot of the names, and I had seen them on the clan roster without realizing that they had come from your community. I would have grouped up more if I had known. <laughs> True. So, as far as Season 3 exploits, I played a Crusader and managed to reach 92 on the solo North American ladder. Wow, good That's job. That's awesome. Which is my highest finish so far. I was pushing late Saturday, but died to veracity in Greater Rift 47. Oh, rip. Man. I had enough time to kill him, but couldn't overcome the massive poison damage he deals out. And since mm -hmm. it was the last weekend, I tried to play through the proc. Maybe next season I'll have Mara's cube up. <laughs> yeah, I've, I was almost thinking about that, because a lot of the uh, Rift Guardians do poison damage. Um, if you go with Mara's, you know, it, it's not going to be... You know, it will be kind of like a wasted slot if you get, you know, somebody like, um, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of their names. The uh, lightning guy. I can't think of his name. But anyways, you, you know what I'm talking about. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, it continues with, speaking of which, my plan is to play Monk in Season 4. Yes! <laughs> Knew it would make you happy. <laughs> which will keep alive my streak of playing a new character each time. Wizard, Witch Doctor, and Crusader, respectively. Oh, oh! I'm so glad that he's already passed that that you know that <laughs> moment in time that is really terrible. So, uh, so feel free to look me up if you'd like. His battle tag is Asmadius. Hashtag one five seven zero. Yeah, and that's uh, we we should probably spell it out. Yeah. It's A A H Z M A D I U S, or um, I guess the Z would be. I, I guess I can translate for our English listeners. Yeah, uh, you know, over in Great Britain, Zed. Oh, that also covers, um, you know, our our friends from down under because they also say Zed instead of Z. It's Z, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so keep up the great work with the show, Oz. Oh, Oz Zed. <laughs> well, thank you, Oz. That's. I, I'm glad to hear that you're going monk in season four. And uh, I guess I'm going to be competing with you because, yeah. well, I well I don't know. I remember back in season three, I was like, "Yep, I'm going to push, I'm going to push," and I never did that in season three. But mm. I think, I think I'm going to be. Mm, I don't know because in order to really be competitive, um, I'm going to have to run in a group like almost all the time. That way, I can get my paragons, you know, way up there's because. Yep. If you can get over 800, everything goes straight in, into dexterity. 
and there is a huge difference, you know, if you can... Oh, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll aim for top 100 at least. You know, I'll be super happy if I can do that. Um, speaking of which, I didn't check to see where I finished up in Season 3. Mm. I know when I checked on Sunday, I think I was like 6-6 six, six something. I guess I'll look that up. Uh, but, oh my goodness, I need to... I need to... Whoops, rankings. There we go. We're doing this live, folks. <laughs> Seasonal Hardcore Season Ranking 3. Live. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, darn it. I should have just hopped into game. That would have been easier, right? Right. Let's see, 300, 450, 600, so probably on this page. Okay, where am I? Nevik, 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 where, oh wow, where did I end up? Wait, 48? What? Is this really, oh no, this is Barbarian, holy, <laughs> oh god, oh, I yeah. really shouldn't be doing this right now, but um, okay, no. here we go, here we go. We're, we're, we're doing this live, folks, all right? Bear with me for a second. Maybe some people will find this entertaining. Oh, there we go, 647. All right, so at least I stayed, you know, within top 700. Yeah. That's, that's pretty respectful. Uh, let's see, what was my clear time? It was uh, Greater Rift 40 in 8 minutes and 47 seconds, so. I will definitely aim to do higher than that in Season 4. It's going to be pretty easy, I think. <laughs> so... All right, so our next email came to us from Tosk, or t t t t t Tosk, you know. Yeah. Oh, whoops! I missed. I typoed his name in the. There we go. This is Tosk, pronounced as Tosk. Oh, okay. You can call me Tosk or. Okay, I'm gonna stop doing that. You can call me Tosk or Scott. I answer to either. I enjoyed helping Jen out, get her to. Or I wait. There's a comma where there shouldn't be. I enjoyed helping Jen out get to... Oh, you know what? I'm going to fix the sentence for you, Toss. <laughs> I enjoyed helping Jen out in helping her get to some higher, greater rifts. I was Paragon in the low 300s and really glad she had fun. Made it all worth it, even though she didn't get the achievement she was aiming for. Always willing to help someone out. On a side note, Jen's lower corner rocks. Love the show, guys. Hope to hear many more. Didn't catch the first ones, but been listening for years. In the first one, I heard you mentioned zombie turkeys. Wow. Wow, that, that is goes, an old one. Yeah, that goes back a long time. But I'm still, uh, we still, I'm still don't waiting have them. for the zombie, doc, zombie turkeys yeah, we, in the game. And you know what I realized, Brasia? What's that? You, you know the art, the art director that um, where we, we floated the idea of zombie turkeys yeah. at BlizzCon 2013? I think he left Blizzard. So. No. Yeah, so... Oh, that would be why. Okay, we're going to have to talk to some other people. Yep, so... Uh, Maybe Wyatt can uh, help us out. Yeah, Wyatt, you know. Or Neville or, can bring it to a meeting. Yeah, Say definitely. Ahead. Talk to and an artist. I, I And if Grimaku listens, I, Tivler probably listens for oh, sure. Because, yeah. uh, you know, he he's a buddy. And uh, so, yeah... That was the emails that we got. You can send all of your emails to shat, um, show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Uh, it could just be, you know, an email or an audio. We love audios because then we get to hear, you know, me being admonished on how to pronounce certain names like Sheepard Sciaja. But, uh, you know, I got it. I got it. I got it, folks. It's Sciaja. I, 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 I got it. So we're gonna do th we're gonna do things a little bit differently um, because there wasn't really a whole lot of 
you know, quote-unquote Diablo news to go over. Well, actually, there is, but um, we're, we're going to do a rundown of patch 2.3 because I realized, you know, maybe, since we didn't do a community roundtable this time, we, we'd just do it on the show because, you know, may, maybe some people haven't, you know, they're they're still listening to the show, but they, they haven't, you know, dove into the, the patch notes. So with patch 2.3, we got a new zone, the Ruins of Shusharan, which is in Act 3. That's how you'd access it. It is only available in adventure mode. So that's one thing to keep in mind, because who plays campaign anymore? Nobody. (laughs) Because every season, even if you've never completed the campaign, you can jump straight into adventure mode. We we tested this because I went over to the Asian servers where I've never played before, created seasonal character. Boom. I was in adventure mode. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you don't have to do the campaign in order to unlock adventure mode in seasons. Although, there is a caveat. If you have never if you have never gone through the campaign, and I know there are some people who have who have, you know, bought Reaper Souls, maybe never finished the campaign and left the game and now they're like hearing all this great stuff about patch two point three and the Kanai's Cube and they're like, Oh my goodness, I gotta get in on this action. So they come back and right now because there's not a season running, they're locked out of adventure mode. <laughs> so um So yes, you do if you've never completed the campaign ever, right now, you don't have access to Adventure Mode. But come Season 4, which is, you know, in just a few days, we're hoping to have this show out the day of Season 4 going live at mm-hmm. 5 p.m. Pacific. We uh, y- Then you can create a seasonal character and then have access to Adventure Mode. But anyways, um, like as I mentioned, the Kanai's Cube... Uh, is the Herodric Cube renamed to honor Ke- uh, Kevin Kanai Griffin, hmm. Griffith, sorry, Griffith, um, who passed, who he, he lost his battle, and uh, he was an artist on the Diablo 3 team. So they named it in his honor, and the barbarian that appears when you get to the cube is, uh, even though he's ethereal and glowy and everything, that's, that's what um, Kevin's barbarian looked like. So it's an awesome tribute to an awesome guy. So um, the Kanai's Cube, people may have some questions about like, I, Blizzard already, you know, Blizzard already knows of these critiques um, that it may not be self-explanatory on how to, ex- extracting the powers, no problem. Because, you know, you can pop open that little, you know, uh, menu button and it'll tell you how to do it. Essentially, it'll tell you what you need. Mm-hmm. One thing that they did not do is, uh, I, I know that a lot of people think that they have to put only one of each item in there. You don't have to do that. You can just right-click them all. Like, if you have a stack of, you know, a thousand uh, Death Express, you yep. can just right-click that in there. It'll only use the necessary amount, and the rest will, you know, still be in your stash. So Yeah, that, that's a nice feature. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish you didn't have to do that, but it makes sense because it's, you know, it's set up like the Project Cube, so you have to manually do that. Um, which is actually kind of a fail-safe, you know, in case you don't want to accidentally kill something off, you know. Like, maybe you have an awesome ancient furnace and or, or a furnace that you don't want to, whatever, for whatever reason, you know. But anyways, um, you're not told how to actually equip those powers. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is you're, you're going to see you're going to see three slots underneath where the cube section is, where you put everything into um, you just click on each icon, and then they'll bring up, you know, your little catalog of powers that you haven't unlocked. And everything in there, 
is what you can extract because there has been some slight confusion about legendaries that you cannot extract the power from such as you know the corrupted ashbringer for whatever reason it's not included so um so that that'll give you you know that that'll give you your your uh, checkoff list you know got to collect them all right exactly so um it doesn't cost you any of the act specific materials to equip those powers and you can swap them at uh well you can't swap them at any time you have to go back to town and click on the cube because the cube is technically an artisan it's um yeah it's an it's an artisan just different mm -hmm. interface so what that means is uh if you're a hardcore player and if you die you do not lose all those powers that you extracted they remain in the cube because it's an artisan it's unlocked awesome. account wide another question was um when like will all your characters have access to those extracted powers or do you have to do it on a per character basis nope it is it is extracted for every character that you have in that mode so say for example you're playing softcore all of your softcore characters will have access to all the powers that you extract on any of those characters and likewise in hardcore or if you start playing seasons in season four you know same thing so there you go. You can also upgrade rare items. I did this today because I had a, uh, I had a Templar token drop that it was rare. I was like, you know, I really got to get an enchanting favor for Ichi. So mm. I did the upgrade. Guess what? It did not come out as the enchanting favor. I was like, hmm. Still doesn't exist for that for that monk. Sucks. Um, you can also transmute uh, set items. Um, there There is one... Ex oh, one exception if it is a two-piece set you cannot convert or I, I guess convert is a better uh term for it so say you know you you keep you got two of the same set item mm -hmm. and you're missing one well you can take one of those items toss it into the cube plus the necessary materials and it will pop out as a random item of that set so it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get what you need but it does give you another opportunity that's cool yeah, I would. I was trying that myself. Yeah, and you can keep doing that. Um, there is also the ability to re. Um, what is it called? Reforge. I, I forget the the recipe name, but it will completely re-roll that item. It will stay. It will stay the same item, but it will re-roll everything on it. And I mean everything. So that means if you have an incredibly good or a good weapon that you tossed a Ramalani's Happy Meal on do not do that recipe on it because you will lose that that happy meal on that weapon exactly so do not do that no, no. also if you have an ancient weapon do not do that on that weapon either because it will more than likely end up as a non-ancient but if you have a non-ancient version of that weapon you or item or whatever you know you can, by all means feel free to do it and there's a chance that it could become ancient so there you go um, you can also transmute gems and materials. Uh, like um, I think there's an item, an item that Squirt sells. I think it's Squirt uh, that you toss. I think it's nine gems plus that one item, and it'll convert those nine gems into the gem that of the item that you toss in there. Yep. And then the materials is a little more clunky. Um, you toss a hundred of those items in there plus. Um, so, like, let's say you have a ton of Veiled Crystals, but you need more Arcane Dust. So you toss 100 
veiled crystals or you know more than that obviously and then you but then you have to toss a a blue item in there and then they'll come out as a hundred arcane dust so that's how that works so it's kind of clunky but it kind of works but and uh, of course then finally if you find a puzzle ring toss that into the cube i thought there was another material that you had to use but you don't you just hit the uh what is it transmute button and it'll open yep. a portal to the vault mm-hmm. and then if you have the bovine bardish that'll open up a portal to the not a cow level so mm. yep mm. so um uh, another amazing thing I'm sure that we're all super, 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 super happy. Thank you so much for this. The removal of the Realm of Trials. Yay. <laughs> so no longer do you have to do that. I Now, granted, it was better than what they originally were going to have you do. But still, it was terrible. We no longer have to do that. All of your old Nephilim Rift Keys are great items now. They're worth 50,000 gold each. So if you have a stack of 100, it's worth 500,000 gold. Gold is gold inflation's just I, I'm almost at eight billion now, so that's crazy. Yeah, but um you just sell them, you know, they they're worth nothing to you. All of your old great rift keys, no matter what number they were, they were all stripped of those, and they are now just there's only one kind of greater rift key. And uh when you go to the uh Nephilim obelisk um and you click on greater rift, there will be a drop down menu and it will show you pretty much uh, the your best clear plus one, two, or three, depending on how quickly you cleared that your best greater rift. Um, so, say you clear greater rift in less than five minutes, um, that will boost what greater rift you can run plus three. I think I think that's right, something like that. So, say you do a forty in four minutes, then it should unlock up to forty-three next time. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else? Crafting changes. There's actually one thing in here that I did not know until I watched the uh, the video that Tivler did. Um, okay. And they reduced the number of gems. There, there used to be 19 levels of gems. Now there's only 9. Yeah, much, much better. Thank you. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That, that's such a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also only one tier of crafting materials now, uh, which were the old level 70 ver- versions of those crafting materials so no longer re- will your low level stuff um, break down into material that is worthless to you so start salvaging right from the beginning in season 4 because you're going to need that stuff come later um, but exactly. they did change the way that level 70 legendary items are crafted they now require the axe specific Harajic cash materials so yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just a little bit of fishing. Uh, sorry, farming, fishing, all the same thing. But at least now there's a reason to go back and do those bounties rather than just trying to gra- grab, you know, more keystones mm-hmm. uh, to start up rifts. I mean, at least it's a reason to use it. And I like that. I mean, because it seems like they've added a couple of new bounties, or maybe it's just that I haven't seen them because I haven't done a, you know, uh, Act 4 bounty in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Act Two, or you know, Act Five. Who did Act Five bounties ever? Uh, said no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I like it. I, I think that's a good change. Yep, and that ties directly into the next change was they made some changes to Adventure Mode. There's only one bonus act now when when you start a game, and that changes every hour when you start a game. Um, so 
what you do is um, what you want to do is you want to clear all those those bounties in that one act and when you do you'll get the Roger cash and the bonus cash for completing that the bonus act and then the bonus act will move to a different act mm. so so then what you do is then you do that act and then you do the next act and so you, you go in order because if you really want to keep your crafting materials you know all at the same quantity obviously that's what you want to do mm-hmm. obviously you know disconnects are really gonna suck when it comes to this you're gonna start ending up with uneven materials and there's really no way to fix that because maybe you jump into a game and you, you prior to patch 2.3 you could if you didn't get the bonus act that you wanted you could just you know reopen a new game and there's a chance that it could be a different act that's not how it's going to work anymore so no okay so with that in mind just roll with it i guess uh let's see what else um i have noticed i think i already mentioned this but um torment 7 is your quote-unquote most efficient i guess way of obtaining those crafting materials because uh it drops up to eight starting at torment seven you start receiving eight so going any higher you won't receive any more of those materials um i haven't done any uh, any bounties at lower than torment seven so i don't know how much gets dropped at torment six um i think i did a torment three and got three actually oh really yeah so um oh but i wasn't a bonus one the caches that you get will also drop pretty much all the recipes that um i I heard somebody explain it that they had to like redo all the recipes i I don't think that's necessarily true but um when you start doing bounties you're you're gonna see recipes drop for legendary items all the time until you have them all and then that will stop yeah oh my god my sophomore core character it's in the first hour i must have had about 20 different plans drop yep yeah yeah, when I first opened up my first cache, I think I had eight drop. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. There does seem to be... I, I've i heard some anecdotal um, information that you're supposed to get... Like, at Torment 6, you'll get two guaranteed um, uh, Horagic Cache-specific legendaries that drop at Torment 6. And then at Torment 7, I've noticed that I've only usually gotten one. Although sometimes two. So that's kind of weird. But... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they made it easier for farming for those specific, you know, if you still need your Ring of Royal Grandeur, because, you know, we're now in Season 4, and who wants to go through the tedium of trying to do that back in Season 1, right? So. Oh, yeah. Again. There was something else that I was about to mention. Um, Oh, my goodness. What was it? Well, I think maybe maybe I already covered it. But anyways, um, there are new bounties. Um, mm-hmm. Boss bounties. The bounties for killing bosses are finally back again. And when you do those, uh, what is it called? A diabolical chest or something like that will pop when you kill the boss. So not only will they drop stuff, but then you'll get a bonus uh, chest, which is actually drops more than a res- uh, resplendent, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was so, fun. I got my first one in file. Lots of stuff popped out of it. Yep. And they also made some quality of life changes to some of the indicators, like uh, the directional indicator will now pop up usually within a minute. So that, that way, I think it was at five or three or something like that. Yeah, before. it was like five minutes before, ridiculously long. Yeah. And they also, if you ever got those where you had to clear 
uh, you know, an area of all the monsters. It used mm-hmm. to only show you the remaining monsters starting at 5. Now they bumped that up to 15. That helps, especially in some of the areas that you have to do that in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, especially in a dark cave where you're trying to figure out which way you're going next. Oh, it's it's terrible when it's one of those rock worms. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hate those <laughs> things. Because they, they won't pop up. <laughs> oh. And uh, there are new sets. There's uh, Uliana's Strategium for the Monk. There's Secret of the Light for the Crusader. And the Spirit of Arachir for the Pukey McPukerson. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that class, you know, that nobody should ever play, but... Oh, no, no. Everybody should play it. Yeah. Uh, they also did a lot of revisions to the Pukey Pukers and um, stuff. Uh, they updated a bunch of legendary items as well. There's too many to go over. Um, go check the, sh- the sh- um, not the show notes, but the patch notes to get all that information. I mean, literally, there's too much for us to go over in that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the last two things is they did some, they adjusted some of the scaling to monster damage and namely affix damage and some of the mechanics such as uh, reflex damage um, they changed it so that it wasn't all of the pack that would all be active all at once now it's just one enemy will be active but when you do attack that monster it will reflect a lot of damage back at you I, mm. I forget what the percentage is but it will be of the type that you deal to it so in theory you can kind of mitigate it you know, with uh, stacking, you know, whatever your primary element is, you can stack that more than any other, and then you know that will help with the reflex damage. Um, what what else? Uh, like thunderstorm. They they did you know they they did small little tweaks to some of the affixes to make them less punishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh yeah, and crowd control. You know, perma CC. It's a thing of the past because now monsters gain immunity to it a lot faster uh, they did do some adjustments if you played in the PTR originally it was almost like you would do one CC and then boom they, they would be immune to it but uh, they, they made it so it scales up a little bit slower so that uh, you still get some benefits from your crowd control and it, it's good it's really good I, I love the change because now you know those pukey doctors you know the, <laughs> the perma CC doctors they yep. you know they no longer have that in their bag of tricks, and it opens up some of the combat. Uh, you know, the four-man teams. I, I'm sure we're going to see some more diversity, you know, on the leaderboard. So exactly. I'm happy about that. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much it. Brazia, can you think of anything else that I that I like? Maybe some small little stuff that I forgot. Uh, no, no. I mean, that pretty much covers all the major things. It's just yeah. Uh, it, you're right, it feels like a brand new game that we're kind of jumping into, where it's like all these new changes to the classes. And, you know, definitely, uh, I know we didn't say much about it, but check out your class-specific uh, information. Because if you're used to seeing a few abilities, they may have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like... Which Doctor has got a lot of a changes. A lot of changes, right. Yeah. And it's not just um, like, okay, they changed it from fire to poison. Uh, they actually change how the, the spell actually works or what it actually does. So instead of, you know, before causing an enemy to flee, maybe it grants mana now or something like that. So mm-hmm. you're definitely going to change up some of your play styles. Yeah, and uh, another big change was to the wizard uh, with the Veers Archon set. But uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that because uh, 
if you really want to hear somebody rant about it, <laughs> go listen to the most recent uh, DiaboII.net podcast, uh, where at the very end, uh, Nerdwords rants up a storm about the beer set. So <laughs> go listen to that episode. Um, oh my goodness, I should probably pull up the exact number. That way, in case um, another episode pops up in the meantime, mm-hmm. um, you, I, I can reference the exact episode number. Oh my goodness, come on, internet. Go faster, please. Uh, and, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm also going to pull this information in. They they have a nice torment difficulty undocumented buffs uh, in terms of like a health damage extra gold and extra XP bonus. Um, oh, these nice. are um, gives you some numbers on that. So for example, at torment ten, uh, let's see if I'm reading this correctly. Health has been increased by two hundred thousand eighty two percent health, and uh, what is that? Ten thousand one hundred ninety four percent damage on the mm. monsters. That that's from over normal. So yeah, because normal starts at one hundred percent health, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's a lot. That's a really big jump. Um, so yeah, we'll include a link to that. Um, oh my goodness, where is it? Now live patch notes. Where is the guide? Oh, here we go. Podcast one eighty six. That is the episode that you want to listen to, with nerd words at the end, ranting about uh, beers. Also, um, Leviathan was on that podcast. And I'm trying to think of the other guy. But, uh, yeah, it was a good good show. Good show. So go check that out. Because that moves us into, you know, community links that you should all check out. If our audio version wasn't enough for you and you want to really dig in, Diablo Fans did a good roundup. You will include a link to that. Or you can just go to DiabloFans.com. It should be, you know, within the first few pages or first page. Um, Curse Gaming did a patch 2.3 in one minute, so we'll include a link to that, as well as the video would just be embedded on our site. Holy Hermit is back with another D3, he hasn't really named it yet, his D3 podcast. Uh, he had hmm. Natsuma and Deadset on that show. Really good show, and he does. it's not on iTunes, so you have to go to YouTube to listen to it. Because, uh, I mean, you, you can watch it, but it's just, it's the... Uh, conversation that they had overlaid um, over his gameplay. I mean, he wasn't actually playing at the time that they recorded it. But anyways, and Deadset. Speaking of Deadset, he did a bunch. He did a bunch of guides, and he tossed them up onto Reddit with links to each individual guide. So we'll include a link to his Reddit post, which will then link to his individual guides. So it's a link within a link. You know, I I heard you like to link, so I put some links in your links. To make sure that you're able to link. Yep. And uh, then we, I have a pair of um, monk builds. Got Quincy's uh, Shenlong Spirit Generator. Uh, it is Greater Rift 69 or higher viable. <laughs> so, wow. That's, um, yeah, that's high up there. And Holy Hermit also, um, he did a guide on what he considers to be the best monk starter build um, for, you know, in Season 4. And... So we'll include links to those, and they'll be embedded on our show notes, which you can find at ShatteredSoulStone.com. And that's... Oh! I forgot to pull the link in! Uh, just today, somebody posted uh, etching, a wood etching. Oh my goodness, here we go again. Describing <laughs> something visual on an audio podcast. Awesome. But it was an etching of the map of Tristram from... I think Was it Diablo 1? Yeah, I think it was Diablo 1's Tristram on a piece of wood. 
absolutely amazing work. I, I can't wow. imagine how long it took to etch that. But, exactly, um, and the kind of skill you need to be able to do it. Or maybe a laser? I don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's possible, but uh, yeah, that was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I guess I guess that's all the Diablo news that that we got. Yeah. Yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh, let Let's see. Yeah, it's still no Lantano. So, okay. So let's. Um, I, I guess Kurova, you you are now free to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the part of the show, Kurova is like, oh, I'm not interested in it anymore. Yeah, because now now we're gonna talk about other things. <laughs> other games and entertainment and uh right. i know no other better way to start this off with fear of the walking dead Brave what the, the hell <laughs> oh my goodness that was oh it was super slow in the very beginning but that's yep. what i expected oh yeah and oh my goodness i don't want to spoil well i mean we all know that the zombie uh, we, we know where it goes right exactly everything goes to hell yep hell in a handbasket but, but the contrast between this show and the one we're used to for the last five years is mm-hmm. so different. It, it was like they really took the time to drill it into your head how different the world is before the yell break or as yeah. it's starting. I mean, just like the smaller things, like people, you know, like you hear the cars going by, you see airplanes flying, you see buildings not on fire. You mm-hmm. see, I mean, it's just such a, like the first thing was a view of the, Los Angeles skyline. I mean, it's just like, wow, okay, I and mean, that's different from what we've been seeing in rural Georgia. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, and people are just, they're not thinking, like, oh, just something's going to happen. They just, what we normally would do, you walk right into a building, you're, you know, clomping your feet down, making a lot of noise, yelling for people. And, yeah. and it's just like, wow, what um, what a show. And yeah, it's like, it's like there's, there's like uh, rumors on the internet about. Uh, you know what's going on and it's like it, it's like I, I told my wife because she watched this with me and uh, she hasn't been watching The Walking Dead but <laughs> she either. was brave enough to watch Fear the Walking Dead with me mm-hmm. and I had to explain to her that uh, in this universe you know we, we, we got it you, you have to frame this you know have this mindset because we're used to zombies right we, we have zombie lore we, we know we know you know you double tap the head you know everything right my son said that right in the middle of the show. Dude, double yeah. tap. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, in, in this universe, they, they don't have this... Con- they they have no no concept of what a zombie is. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, like, the when, when the show opens up, it, uh, you know, the first character you see is, you know, he's drugged out. You know, he, he's in a dilapidated abandoned church that has been turned into a drug house you know for you know who knows what goes on in there and uh like at one point he's like what he sees he's like i i don't am i insane you know like i i want to believe that i'm insane because i don't want to believe what i saw is real and oh it's just it's so good oh it is i mean and i understand the slowness of it because you know, if you're thinking about it, you've been comparing to how quick everything was. If you go back to the first season, even the second season of the original Walking Dead show, there are a lot too. of slowness in those shows because of the fact that they're developing the characters, getting you mm-hmm. a reason to know those characters and wanting to like them and what's going to happen. Um, like, I was surprised. I mean, I even... Even the guy who was, like, totally drugged out, I thought was a character before the show even started, I didn't want to deal with and yeah. now I'm like, I'm rooting for him because I like the guy. 
I understand yeah. the situation. I mean, what's going on with him and stuff a little bit better because you develop that character. But then you also his family members and then other family and the, the multiple like just people they talk to. You know, it's just like you feel like you're in a, a regular world. Something's about to happen, but most mm-hmm. people just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Now. I do have to critique because there was one thing that happened and I guess I can address it because there's no way for me to address it without getting into detail. The scene where they're viewing the footage from like a helicopter on the freeway where, uh, you know, somebody who's died then attacks the person who's trying to help them, you know, because they've become a zombie. And I'm like, wait, what? how, how would that be out on the internet? It's like they're all, it's like, oh, it's like perfectly framed, you know, television. <laughs> like, well, I guess they kind of, they talked about it that it was, it was, that it was like leaked footage from uh, a newscast that they just didn't put out. Yeah, but the government would shut that down. I mean, uh, I, I mean, with, uh, you know, companies have, they, they can file, um, what is it, claims against your, your video. And most, well, I, well, I, mean, I guess... I guess we can frame this, you know, this is a different universe. We, we don't have this whole, you know, digital millennium act or whatever, you know, and, but cons- I mean, I, like I've like this, uh, like some musicians and things that do kind of our own work or done cover works or, you know, different group. And it had videos that have been up there for months until it gets pulled down. Right. Because of copyright or whatever that sort. Um, I like, this could have just been somebody totally rogue that was like, you know, I, they wouldn't put this on the 11 o'clock news, but people need to know this happened. Right. So here, let me just, you know, go to some third-party vendor, send them out, you know, like that. And they know it's going to get shut down, but at least it's out there. I mean, how many times, like, we have we seen things come from, like, Comic-Con or something like that, and it'd be out there on the Internet, and then 12 hours later, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what, the was you know, they were saying about that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, yeah, we, I, I can, I can... I can roll with that. I mean, and, and even now, I mean, there are people that do videos of things where you're like, I mean, really, you, I mean, because one of the views was like literally a person standing maybe 15 feet away from this thing while it's attacking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, people wouldn't do it. No, no, people would do that. I mean, how many videos do we see now out on the news where somebody's standing there with a camera while two people are assaulting each other? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that, that reminds me of a comment that I made to my wife um, when, when this drugged out kid uh, when, when he runs out of the church and he, he's running in the street. I mean, I mean, he's drugged out of his mind, but whatever. And he gets hit by a car and then lots of people rush. And I'm like, where are the people with the cell phones, you know, videoing this? (laughs) Oh, somebody who did, but they just didn't want, they didn't show that person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just a comment on our current society, you know? (laughs) Right. But I mean, what a contrast too, because like in the original, walking dead somebody would run out in the road like that and that would be it you'd be walking you know away from the zombies and that would be that's all it is is like okay mm-hmm. you get away but in this situation it's like okay you got away from a from a zombie but he got hit by a car why because yep. there are people everywhere and nobody knows this is going on yeah and i like the fact that they're not going down to like okay here's patient zero and mm-hmm. this is exactly where it started i don't think they ever need to do that I mean, some people make comments and stuff um, like who follow the show a lot in the comics and they want to know the origin of everything. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. sometimes there doesn't need to be an explanation. Yeah, I think because it would be pretty hard to explain it. Yeah, but what's really neat is they're kind of hinting on it or 
they're not really hinting, but more or less, okay, here are the theories that are out there. Like the, the kid, this one person is talking about all the stuff on the internet, how the, you know they're talking about five different states have been having people attacking each other, but they can't explain it and those kind of things. And people, mm-hmm. people are just kind of passing it off and are saying, oh, well, you know, the authority would say something. You know, they would let us know. Right. Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and I was like, no, 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 no. Our government would keep that from us, for yeah, sure. Exactly. I mean, because they, they want to contain. And I think we'll see more of those things as the next couple of shows. Like, I'm really interested in seeing how the world breaks down. Like, how mm-hmm. does, you know, organizations and, you know, government and rule of law and everything break down as soon as they realize they can't control things anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, really, how did society break down? Yeah, I... I my my favorite zombie movies are always where you know everything falls apart, mm-hmm. and uh, my my favorite is Twenty Eight Days Later. No, nothing oh, yeah. comes close to that, and that my, my <laughs> although my wife was all like, but uh, you know st- you know waking up from a coma in a hospital you know it's kind of cliched. Well you know Walking Dead did it, and you know but Twenty Eight Days did it. Um, I don't I don't think they too many other zombie. Oh uh, oh no actually, I don't know because. It was in the comics, I think, before the 28 Days came out. Yeah, that's that's possibly true. But, uh, I mean, it's just it's so much fun, you know, to be plunged into this world. And uh, then um, if 28 Days Later is not, is not enough for you to satiate your need for zombies, 28 Weeks Later, I actually really enjoyed. I thought, yeah. I thought that there's no way that they could have done better. But I really enjoyed it. I'm still waiting for, you know, I guess 20 month, 28 months later. <laughs> I guess that would be the next step. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see them do another one of the, of that series, but I just don't know if they need to. Yeah, yeah, but man, wow. Rage, rage zombies, way scarier than regular zombies for sure. Exactly. I, but, yeah, it's just. I don't know. I still, I still prefer my zombies to be the slow, dim-witted, and they get you because there's a horde of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> not because they outrun you. And you know, that just seemed really weird to me. Yeah, you know. But, but uh, then again, so does sparkle vampires. Yeah, yeah. That there, there's a. I used to have a different moniker on on the internet a long, <laughs> long time ago, and then when Twilight happened, I was like, all right, I'm going to distance myself from. Uh, you know, having vampire in, as part of my moniker. So I was like, <laughs> uh, I blogged about it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll include a link to that um, old blog when I used to blog. I guess maybe I'll still blog. You know, I, it's just yeah. But uh, that's that's pretty much all that I've been up to, other than heroes. I mean, um, football's back. I'm yep. so so very happy, and it is football, not not hand egg. Or, as would be more appropriate, hand lemon because it's not an egg. The ball's not an egg shape, folks. <laughs> Over across the pond, it is a lemon shape. Sort that, of. That's true. But oh my goodness, I'm I'm worried about my Niners. Very very worried about my Niners this season. But uh, how how are you feeling about your Patriots? <laughs> uh, I have just dropped the NFL from my life, so. <laughs> I, I uninstalled the NFL app. Anything that has NFL that I used is gone. Oh, I just I can't stand the league right now. 
Yeah, things are getting a little out of little out of hand, aren't they? Uh, no, they didn't. They weren't just getting a little. They were out of hand from the beginning. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Although I will admit, I do like the one change that they did, um, where the point after attempt. Uh, what is it? They put the ball at the twenty-five, so it's not just a chip shot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's something that needed to happen a long time ago. I mean, yeah. that was just like it was useless. I mean, people. I mean, kickers. There's no challenge to that at all. Yeah, so I like that change, but yeah, even with everything, you know, I'm, I, I grew up with football in my life, so football will always be in my life. You know, I still have fond memories of when the Niners uh, beat the Bengals. Oh, I remember that one. I think that was like one of the first um, Super Bowls I ever watched. <laughs> yep. I yeah, was a Joe 49er Montana. fan then. Oh, goodness. I, uh, Joe Montana, awesome guy. Still, mm-hmm. still, in my opinion, best quarterback ever. Uh, sorry, sorry, Tom Brady. But, yeah. uh, but Montana will always, always have a spot in my heart. But I think that's, I think that's all that we got for the show. Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't really been playing anything other than Heroes. Brazier, have you? No, much, I've uh, much not wow? had a chance. A little bit of wow. I mean, just trying to get um, the uh, achievement so I can get um, flying. Flying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, yeah, the only thing I have left is grinding those stupid um, reps. Reps, yeah, yeah. So. You have to get to revered. Exactly, and I'm almost revered on one. I could be, you know, by tonight, and then I have the other two both honored. So that shouldn't be too much longer. Yeah, yeah, and you have until September first to get that knocked out. So, well, I mean, we could still get it afterwards, right? No, oh, of course, of okay. course. Yeah, oh, actually, no. It's September first. It's next week. Holy crap! Yeah, right. Oh my goodness! I wow. think I'll be busy with something else at that point. <sighs> so I figure maybe I have these couple of days to do it until Friday. Yeah, eight I've o'clock. Been, I, I've been in contact with uh, some of my old um, guild members, good old Arai on Scenarius Horde side, and uh, probably going to move my rogue from Earthen Ring back to Scenarius. I think. <laughs> Um, because deep down, uh, it's like playing, playing in the control, well, guild, uh, the clan of darkness. It's been, was great, but my heart is always going to be with Arai. And I, I play with the control, well, guild on, uh, Nevik hoof, uh, quote unquote, winter hoof, mm-hmm. um, alliance side on that. Because, you know, I'm bifactional. I, I play both. I, I go both ways, at least when it comes to factions in WoW. <laughs> I, I, Glad to clarify. I'm wondering if Sean's going to do a clever edit on that and throw that as the stinger in the show. But, uh... <laughs> we'll you try factional, you try anything, right? Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> Definitely not that. But, uh, yeah, I, I may go back to WoW at some point. But Season 4 is, is you know, Season 4 is my main jam when, once it starts. I'm with you. So. I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. fun. So I'll, I'm definitely jumping in Mumble Friday night, and whoever's on, and if people want to do things, I'll do it. Um, yep. And just go. It should be should be so much fun. I, I kind of wish uh, the the one thing the one thing Blizzard Team Three that that we would love to see. You know, on the console, you got that catch up mechanic where um, e- even if you're you're you know you, you start a new character and you're playing with your forty that. They can start at level one character, but they'll be just as useful, you know? Mm-hmm. I would love to see that system come in. You know, it'd be awesome for, you know, 
when, when people start offset from each other at the beginning of a season, it might help them catch up. But um, I don't know. I mean, there's there's so many ways to power level, so maybe it's not even necessary. But yeah, yeah, it, it'd be kind of cool because you know, if I start a game and then you jump in, then it's like you're level one, and it's like, well, okay, I guess we'll go do some safe stuff or you know, whatever. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I better close out the show because we've been we go long, and I knew we were gonna go long. Yep. And so we've been I, trying to wait around for Lantonio. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope he feels better, man. Yeah, I don't think he's going to join us. Yeah, because he's yeah, he hasn't sent me another text. So I hope you're feeling better, Lantonio. So um, let me close out the show. You have been listening to episode 94 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. If you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post up short missives on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. And man, has it been active recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this show is powered by you, the listener, so send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter, so come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. And we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I'm going to be running all the bounties. All of them. Season four. Woo! This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.